Hey there, this is Andrew. I want to talk to you about Moiré, which is a fan-made Keyforge format. I want to talk to you a little bit about what it is and why I think it's a really great format. And then some strategy advice that could help win. Uh, obviously, winning is never going to be guaranteed, but I think some principles can help increase our chances. So, oh, I should actually give a caveat first, which is I'm not sure that I'm saying it right. I've looked it up and found uh, different ways, people with various accents, and anyway, I'm trying, but forgive me. Uh, so yeah, anyway, the basics here, Moire is a fan-made best of three format. Best of three meaning oftentimes a match will take place over three consecutive games and a player needs to win two games in order to win the match. But if a player wins game one and game two, then that's it, that you don't need to go to game three. Uh, to play Moire, each player needs to bring three decks. You're gonna play one game of solo, meaning you play a deck that you brought. You're gonna play a game of reversal, and you're gonna play a game of short adaptive. <clears throat> you can see my previous video on adaptive for a better explanation or a longer explanation of what adaptive is and what short adaptive is. But in short, haha, uh, each, uh, when you go into short adaptive, each player is bringing a deck. You're going to, each player will choose which deck they would prefer to play. If they picked different decks, then they just each play the deck they picked. But if they pick the same deck, then they go into bidding chains in order to determine who gets to play the deck that they wanted. Whoever, uh, after one player passes, the other player will play the selected deck at the number of chains that they last bid, and the other player will play the other deck at zero chains. But in Moire, you'll only go to short adaptive if, oops, if uh, a different player wins game two than one game one. The interesting thing here is that you each assign your opponent's decks to their format. So uh, if we were playing Moiré, uh, I would get to look at your three decks and choose which one you would play in solo, which one you would, uh, which one I would get to play in reversal, and then lastly, which one would be the one you bring to adaptive. And you would do the same for me. So theoretically, I'm playing my worst deck, as chosen by you, in solo. Uh, I'm playing your best deck, as chosen by me, in reversal. And then the remaining two decks are the options in short adaptive. Um, it's really a fun format. It's a very skill testing format. It combines aspects of triad, where you're having to read and compare three deck lists, and adaptive, where you're having to switch back and forth between solo, adaptive, and then bidding chains, it's really, uh, it really does a good job testing list reading ability. So for that reason, I think it, it might be up there with maybe even higher than triad on the skill testing scale. I'm not totally sure that I want to commit to that, but I think it, it might be actually more skill testing than triad, it, and it's a great, really fun format. So. Um, let's talk about strategy. I really recommend if you have not taken in my previous, uh, screed on adaptive strategy, I'm going to reference it here and I won't go into depth on everything. So 
there are certainly things that I go into more depth there and I'll just kind of gloss over here and it's very relevant. So my first advice to you for Moiray in particular is that you should bring even decks. In Triad, you don't need to worry about this because uh, theoretically you'll just always be playing your two worst decks out of the three you bring. So if you have one deck that you bring that's just way better than the others, uh, it's essentially going to always get banned. You're going to play the other two and you're always, you're pretty much incentivized to just always bring the best decks that you can. However, here, even this really matters. And let me show you that with some math. Let's imagine that I bring uh, three decks. And again, these are not SAS levels or anything like that. This is just, let's say, relative power level. And one's a relative power level 50, one's 100, one's 150. Then, uh, and we're going to play solo, reversal, and adaptive. It behooves you to assign my worst deck to solo, my best deck to reversal, and my middle deck to adaptive. So we'll end up with something like this. The 50 is on solo, the 150 is on reversal, and the 100 is on adaptive. Let's say that uh, you do the same thing and I'll assign similarly. So your 50 is on solo, your 150 is on reversal, and your middle one is on adaptive. Well, this is a pretty even match. We probably have even chances on any of these. Now, obviously this isn't taking into account matchups or whatever, but just on the on the flat basis of this these numbers, right? We we each have an even chance here. Our skill in piloting and the luck of the draw is what's going to determine who wins here. However, <clears throat> let's imagine that instead you brought all 100s. In this case, uh, doesn't matter how I assign them. I'm going to end up playing one of your 100s in reversal. You're going to end up playing one of your 100s in solo and one of them will go into adaptive. And obviously I, I could, again, try to guess what you're going to do and assign based on matchups, but we're just dealing with raw numbers here. It ends up looking something like this. Well, this is pretty bad for me because on the solo front, you're clearly going to do better. You have a twice as good deck. And on the reversal front, you actually have a significantly better deck as well. You're running a 150 against my 100. And then in adaptive, it's even. It could go either way. So that's, uh, that's kind of bad. Um, I'm almost guaranteed to have a match loss here because I chose to bring such, uh, such widely different decks while you chose to bring pretty similar decks. I'm, I'm almost guaranteed to lose the match. So bringing even decks is quite important here. There are some things you can do like that apply in adaptive as well. Like if you bring a weird deck, maybe someone uh, miscalculates how strong something is relative to something else. But same as I said in adaptive, I don't think you should count on your opponent making mistakes in order to have a chance at winning. And uh, yeah, it, it really, I think you're you're much better off just bringing even decks. So, but there, a lot of the advice from adaptive does apply here as well. I think you're much better off bringing familiar decks because it uh, improves the uh, it improves how much value you're going to get out of the decks when you're playing your own. You should bring weird decks um, because that will tend to decrease the value that your opponent can get out of playing them in reversal or adaptive. And then uh, this is the controversial advice I have in adaptive, and it's same here, is I think you're always better off bringing very good decks. So let me illustrate that with some, some more math. And uh, 
bear with me here. So if you, if we imagine a setup where I bring all 200s and you bring all 100s, again, made up numbers, but let's imagine I bring all 200s and you bring all 100s. Well, and let's imagine that we're each playing our own decks at 85% efficiency. Well, that gives me a really strong advantage in the in the solo game, in the game one, because, uh, you know, after accounting for a little bit of missing efficiency, I'm, I'm playing at 85, let's say 85 value above you is, is what is happening here. So that's, that's a pretty strong advantage. Of course, in reversal, the opposite is, is true. Uh, and you have, you're going to end up with a pretty strong advantage because you're playing my 200. I'm playing your 100. Uh, you're going to have a much better advantage. Let's assume that the efficiency is worse because it's it's reversal, but um, still you have a pretty strong advantage, um, maybe less than in solo because, again, we're playing at lower efficiency. And then I want to imagine two different scenarios for short adaptive. Uh, the first one is the case where we're each playing our own decks, and this looks like that solo matchup. Um, and I would have a uh, an 85 point advantage, and the second scenario is the reversal scenario where you end up playing the deck I brought, I end up playing the deck you brought, and we're playing at half efficiency. Um, and this builds on the, the math that I show in my adaptive video, but essentially you can see here that the difference there's a there's a, a difference actually in the um, oops there's a difference in the level of advantage that that we would each get in the first scenario we're playing solo i get 85 points of advantage whereas in the reversal scenario you're getting 50 points of advantage well um if we assume that each that every five points is worth a chain then that means that your ceiling for bidding chains is 10 and my um my ceiling is 17. and so that means that anywhere from 11 to 16 chains i would I would have an advantage. Now, again, these are made up numbers. Um, I don't think that I, it'd be pretty rare to end up. That's a pretty extreme situation to have a range like 11 to 16, where um, where you could bid and and have it be an advantage. It's probably tighter than that most of the time in real life. But I think this does show, uh, hopefully convincingly, that actually the player who brings the better decks has an advantage here they're more likely, the player with the better decks is more likely to get a 2-0 win because their disadvantage in uh, in reversal is probably less than their advantage in solo. And additionally, when it comes time to do short adaptive, they're in a better position. So now a lot of uh, other advice that I mentioned in, in my adaptive video also applies here. Uh, having more reps with your own deck is going to improve this you know, the piloting multiplier here and having experience across a broad variety of deck archetypes, it's going to improve your piloting multiplier in reversal and possibly in adaptive. Um, knowing how to bid chains is also really important. So all that stuff still applies, but I think again, it's, you're just better off if you're the player bringing the better decks. Um, so that's it. That's my, again, I, I think there's more detail on a lot of this in my adaptive video, but this is the stuff that's specific to Moire, and uh, I hope it's, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you get a chance to try out the format, and I hope this helps, and that you'll get out there and forge some keys. Um, 
keep in mind, anytime you're playing best of three games, could be kind of a slog, could get beat down a bit. Um, but if you have a learning and growth mentality, then I think you can keep up the fun. I certainly have been able to, even through getting pummeled here and there. So thanks, and uh, yeah, get out there and forge some keys.